Hey guys, I'm It Girl V. And this is It Girl Danny. And welcome to welcome our podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Yes, welcome to our podcast. Good morning. Happy, Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, V. Welcome to It Girls Talk, you guys. So today, V, what are we talking about today? We're talking about the power of the tongue. Ooh, that sounds amazing. We should talk about the power of the tongue. Yes. Okay, guys. So we were talking offline about the power of of the tongue and just how you can bring life or death with the words that we use and the words that we use to ourselves. So V and I, we were talking about just times in our life in which we had to, we were in dark places and we had to literally pull ourselves out of those dark places with the words that we were using to ourselves. Um, Just being kind to ourselves, using kinder, softer words, gentler words, and, you know, knowing when we're in those positions and how to manage our way out of it. So V. What's going on? Before we get into the conversation, yes. how are you doing? We need to check in. Oh, guys. So I'm a bit drained today. I've been doing my yoga, hot yoga, de-stressing, and I'm just feeling tired with work and doing the yoga and trying to work out and still doing everything that we've been working on. But other than that, I am blessed. I can't complain. How are you? Girl, I'm feeling good. I'm finally settled in my place. So just, I think, um, just starting to get into the balance of it all Mm -hmm. with um, just what we're doing with it girls talk, um, what I'm doing with work at home, and just getting this place in order. So now that my space is in order, I got my plants. Yes. (laughs) And for those of you who don't know and probably listening for the first time, it girl Danielle has moved out of the bird's nest into her own home. Ooh. Yes, so congratulations to that. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, thank you. I flew the nest. I'm um I'm excited. I'm still like just literally just trying to calm my nerves. And how does it? How do, how do you feel? Like how does that feel? It's a whole transition I was, season. I was very scared. I was very very scared um, for a moment because I didn't know what to expect, but um, just like in talking to you, getting advice from like people that I respect and just really staying within prayer, I know that this transition is necessary for where I'm trying to go. So I'm feeling at peace right now. Yes. Like I think like it was so shaky. That's how you know you made a great decision when you feel yes. at peace and happy. Like me starting this new job, when I walk into my office, I'm just so at peace and I'm just so happy and I'm I'm like, thank you, God. Like I could still work on everything else and work here in peace. Yes. That's that's all I can say is thank you, God. That's all I've been saying is thank you. It's just, it's a wonderful feeling. And I just, um, I know that this is just the beginning of my independence story. So yeah. So just stay tuned, you guys. See how it works out for me. Yeah, so let's get into the power of the tongue. I mean, where where can we start with that? Because I just feel like words are so powerful, and I feel like this message is going to be a very powerful message today. Um, where we can start at is, hmm, let's just, I guess we can start at, like, the beginning. Like, 
what was a moment in your life, Dee, in which you had to literally, if you can remember, um, pull yourself out when you had to talk your way out and just find that light for yourself. And it probably wasn't coming from anybody else, but you had to give yourself that light. Ooh, it's like, oh, it's a couple of moments, guys. But I think the most, and this is just for me, because I know this is a time when I believe probably my entire, I know for sure, my entire family, especially my nephew's mother. When my nephew, the day we found out that he decided to take his own life and it was a for sure thing that it was him. And uh, when we found out that he was not going to be here with us anymore, I remember I personally stayed to myself, like stayed in the house and I I didn't want to be around anybody and my family. I was in a dark place. I couldn't sleep. I remember I had to have a friend of my sister's come stay with me for like a month until I could sleep. Then I realized that's when I wanted to break up with my boyfriend that I was with for almost 12 years, my ex. And I was just like thinking it was just better for me to leave too. Like when I say leave, I was ready just to tap out and be like, okay, it's, I'm done. My best friend gone. Like, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. I'm not working. Like, that was the time when I felt so hopeless and I was just ready to give up. And I remember I would hear a voice. It was probably my voice. I don't know if it was whatever, whoever voice, but I would hear hear something in my, it would just tell me like, you might as well just take yourself out too. You might as well just go right now. And I would always pray and say in the blood of Jesus, please take that away from me, whatever that is, that feeling, that voice I'm hearing. And I remember I would just pray and pray and stay focused. And that's the time when I had to like really pull myself out of a deep, dark space yeah wow yeah yes and that was really hard for me um because it wasn't just that month it was like years it was like yeah you know and that's why it's so important for me to talk about depression or just mental health or suicide and I don't always want to just keep us in the dark moments but I know like things like that don't ever, like some people suffer from depression forever. Some people don't ever come out of it. And it was like, I want to say like almost, I'm counting, like almost probably um, six years. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. I didn't tell anyone. I decided to go to therapy. I decided to break up from the relationship. I decided to move back at home with my aunt sleep on her couch, then move with my sister, sleep on her couch. But all of that was like a new transition season, like seasoning, like season for me. So like how you decided to move out of your father's home, but it was nothing like really going on. You just did that for yourself to make yourself happier, to work on things. For me, it was like, okay, you, you left this relationship. You moved to your aunt's house, your nephew gone, like that's in the past now. So every year, from what I could see, I was in depression and I I want to say like the suicidal thoughts had left like the third year because then that's when I started seeing a little light and like I left the relationship, I, I started working and I moved to my aunt's house and I was still in depression, but the suicidal thoughts left. 
and and I and I want to say with that is I was talking to friends. I didn't tell friends about the suicide moments. I but I did talk to like therapist I talked to when I would go to church and sometimes we would have activate Thursday so that helped me a lot but Sarah Roberts she would just ooh go get on the stage and she would just start you know like speaking life into me so that helped me a lot my just I love her. yes I love her like cuz she would talk about those moments and though and I and I felt like the things that she prayed about or talked about was like what I was going through Mm-hmm. And so that really helped me a lot. I would go to the, I think they're called prayer warriors. And I would mm-hmm. tell them and they would, we would cry together and they would just hold my hand and pray. So it took some years, but I want to say the third year, those suicidal thoughts left my moment, like left my mind. And then I was still depressed, but I was working through it, working through it. And I finally got out of it. I think I go through seasonal depression sometimes, but like that's, I think that's normal sometimes with like family Mm -hmm. and all that. But yeah, I I pulled myself out of it and that, that was really hard for me. Yeah. Um, What made you, like, how did you hold on for those three years? Because you said like you was having suicidal thoughts for like three years. Like what made you hold on and not really act on those thoughts that you were having? But that's a long time to have those thoughts. Yeah, I want to say, oh, I want to, oh, I'm gonna cry. I don't want to cry because I remember when my nephew was like a kid, he would write letters, and the letters would say like, "I want to be a fireman. I want to be married. I want to have kids." And he, he would write that down. Like you would just see it, like you know, when you go to school and stuff. And he would bring it back home. And I want to say my mom or either his mother have the last one that he wrote and so I made a promise to him and I made a promise to myself that I will never give up like because I know that he was going through a lot he was going through depression and he was feeling like he wasn't enough and I remember that's what kept me going like, I don't know. It's like a book. Like, what is your why? I really never finished mm-hmm. the book, but it's a book like, why? What is your why? So that was like, what? Like, that was my why. Like, I love my nephew so much. That was like literally my best friend. And mm-hmm. I wanted him to know, like, I'm never going to give up. Like, I don't want people to ever feel like they have to give up because if I would have let those thoughts consume me, I would have given up on my life a long time ago. And where I'm at now, like, I feel like my life is just beginning. And I'm so, so happy, happy. And I'm so grateful. And I wake up in peace. I don't have those thoughts in my head anymore. Like I'm waking up thinking about the next thing that I could do that's gonna be exciting to myself for my business, for my business partner, my life, my friends, my family, encouraging people, motivating people. But yeah, that was my why. If I answered your question, yes. Girl, you got me over here like butt tears. Yes, because it's like we go through things. And that was my why. Like seriously, like we all just some kids with dreams and we grow up as an adult and I feel like we forget those dreams because I feel like when you're a kid, like kids are so like I feel like kids are so what is that called? Like, we're not scared of anything. 
Um, I lost Danielle, guys. I have to call her back. But I am going to keep this podcast going because that's what I do. But yeah, I feel like... Okay, it's not letting me call Danielle. <laughs> okay, but it's okay. We're going to get it together. Um, I just feel like kids are very, they're not scared of anything, guys, right? I feel like kids are very strong. I feel like kids feel like they could take over the world if possible. And they have no fear. And I feel like that's an amazing thing for a child not to have any fear. And I feel feel like as an adult, we grow into these adults and we forget about what we wanted to be or what we wanted to do. Hey, girl, I brought you back on. I didn't stop. I said, we're not going to stop the podcast. We're going to keep going. But yeah, I was just talking about fear. No, you're welcome. So I was just talking about fear. And I feel like when we're kids, like we want to be do this. We want to do that. You want to be an astronaut. Like you feel like you could do anything. And I feel like as an adult, we forget about all those things because now we're an adult. I'm not going to say adults are jaded, but I feel like we just, we lose that kid feeling like you know you a kid you like I'm gonna jump into the water you don't even know how to swim you're not afraid you have no fear but I feel like most adults for me or most adults I feel like when we get older we we get jaded things happen to us and we kind of lose that kid side of us where it's like yeah you feel like this is all you could do you can't do anymore like you kind of give up you don't have that I, I know it's some quotes out there that's about like kids. Like I want to. No, it's true. Right? It's, it's even like in the Bible. Like God tells us to have like a childlike faith mm. for Him and for ourselves. So you're absolutely right. Like when we are kids, we have our imagination takes us everywhere. I think um, as I got older, I started looking at my life as like. As if I were a kid, mm-hmm. you know, remember like being like a kid and you had like Barbie dolls or whatever dolls you played with and you would literally create a life or a lifestyle for them. It's just like out of your imagination. Right. If you want to get Barbie to live in a mansion, you were pretending that she lived in a mansion, that she had yes. all these cool clothes yes. to give her a life. And I, I had a realization or maybe an epiphany moment one day. Like, why can't I do this with my own life? Mm-hmm, mm, like, mm. why can't I just create the life I want out of thin air and really just started doing so? Like, figuring out who it was that I wanted to become and what it was that I wanted to have and do and really just started from scratch. Yes. Like, if I decided that I wanted to be an astronaut, even though I didn't decide to be an astronaut in my adult years, like, I could do that. Like, if I had the will and the dedication and the passion to want to do that, and just, like, the time is going to go by anyway, all I have to do is put my mind through it. And I think that as we get older and become adults, and some of us start having kids and getting married and moving on, getting mortgages, getting car notes, we 
we forget about that imagination and we go to survival mode. Yes, and we um, give up on it. Like, yeah, we give up on the imagination. It's people that's younger than me, like way younger than me, and they tell me, like, oh, my life is over. Like, because they have like a kid or two kids. And I'm looking like, girl, if I had two kids, I would be the mommy that's like pushing my kids in the stroller, still running, still going after my dream. And I know it's hard, but you put your mind to it. Like, yeah, you put your mind to it's it. It's all about the will. Yeah, it's all about the will. And it's like, that's all I wanted people to know is like, I'm fighting for my nephew. Like, okay, nephew, you want it to be a fireman. I don't want to be a fireman. That's not in my calling. Like, I want Maybe to be, yes, you know, like, I want to be a successful businesswoman. I am going to be that, you know, I will have a child. I even said, even if I have to adopt, I will have my own family. Like, that yes. is, and I'm going to show him. Yes, claim it. And I'm going to show my nephew that everything that you wanted, like, I will have that. And, you know, just he will see that still. Cause I believe everything is energy. One day we'll connect, you know, maybe he's around me somehow, some way, but I want him to see that. And I'm never going to give up on any of my dreams. And I know that he just wanted a, a family life because he didn't have that. And it's okay for you to want that, you know, like whatever you want, you could have it. If you like, whatever, if your dream is to just to grow up and fucking walk dogs for a living. Like if that makes you happy, like be happy, whatever makes you happy. If you want to have 10 kids because, and you decide not to have whatever, like, but this is what you want. If it makes you happy, you'd be happy because that's all. And I want to just show people like you can manifest whatever you want. It will take time, but if you stick with it, have faith in yourself, and see a little light, even in those dark moments, like whatever your why is, if you could just find a little hope, keep going, it will be hard, but eventually life will get easier and it will be better. And then when you go through something the next time, it'll be like cakewalk. Cause I don't think problems ever go away. Yeah. Like They don't, they don't. It's just a new type of problem. I remember like, I think it was like, it was last year. Mm-hmm. And which this is like the time in which like I realized that there was really so much power in the words that we use and the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. I I had started like just started just branching out and reading more, listening to people like Sarah Jakes, um, TD Jakes, um, just like getting fed spiritually and just getting the knowledge that. The words that we use can literally heal us or they can hurt us and harm us. And as I'm getting these revelations, um, for those of you who don't know, my mom, she passed away when I was eight. And when she passed away, she passed away from cancer. And for the last two years of her life, she kept journals. And when I got older, I started reading her journals and just getting a glimpse into the woman that she was. And because I knew her as my mom. Now me being older, just being able to have that glimpse into like her life, her mindset, where she was when she was going through her sickness, I realized that not only was my mom sick physically, she was sick emotionally and mentally. Mm. And it it made me sad for a time, um, maybe for like a few months, like I was depressed. I went into a depression because 
I had this realization that my mom could have been healed with the words that were spoken to her. Yeah. And it made me really sad because at that time, it made me realize that the person that probably was able to heal her was me. And I didn't know about my power. I didn't know about the strength of words. And I didn't know that this was, this was what was going to happen. Right. So, and it made me sad and it made me a little resentful um, just about, sort of started thinking about like the people that she had around her and I got resentful towards my family too. But then I just had to, I had to make peace with it. Mm-hmm. And I had to make peace with the fact that everything happens the way that it's supposed to happen and that God had a plan for her. He has a plan for me. And maybe yes. the reason why I had to realize that so late is because I had to go through that experience in order for me to even recognize what my power is. So yeah. I always, like, I try to live my life in a way that I wish my mom would have been able to live hers. Mm-hmm. Um, just courageously, boldly, um, faithfully, and just lovingly. And I feel like she's literally my why. Yeah. Because she, why, when I, when I was eight, she was 40 years old. Right now, I'm 32. Mm-hmm. So, at the right now, I'm at the age that she was when she had me. Right. You know, so it's like, I feel like I just, I owe it to her. I owe it to myself. I owe it to God to be who he created me to be and to keep going. Like you said, like, this is a gift. This life is a gift. And the fact that we are learning what we're learning not only like knowledge, not with knowledge, but just like the wisdom and the spiritual wisdom that we're gaining. I think that that's just going to continue to heal us. So the words that we use, powerful. The language that we use with ourselves, powerful. So just keep on claiming that power. We don't know. We don't know how this is going to go. Like we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but we have faith that God is going to promise us and give us the promises that he already told us about. Right. You know, like you see that family for yourself. I see that family for myself and it might not happen the way that we think it's going to happen. But like you said, you're open to other avenues to receive your blessings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like that's what it is. Just being open. No, I agree. Oh, yes. I want to say like, I don't, know about cancer or anything like that. I'm not a doctor, but I do know the power of the tongue. I do know the power of faith and hope. I also know, like you said, Danielle, like if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But my mom, one thing about my mom, I probably don't agree with everything my mom do or how she's raised me. But one thing about my mom, she has faith like a mustard seed and she is like a freaking daredevil. (laughs) I don't really talk about it much, but my mom was like a drug addict and alcoholic and she's not that anymore, but she was diagnosed with cirrhosis of the liver. And I told my mom like, oh my God, people with cirrhosis of the liver, they only live two to seven years. Girl, my mom is like, I'm not having that. God going to take that away from me. She will still drink like her little wine and everything. My mom will still drink every now and then occasionally. I'm like, this lady is fucking crazy. But I could tell you this. She doesn't need a liver anymore. Like, 
Oh, yeah, that's like, so good. yeah, like she doesn't. And one thing about my mom is like, I know she's so strong when it comes to her thoughts, when it comes to her healing herself and, you know, God, like my mom did teach me that and how to treat people, how to love people, how not to judge people. And she has great, amazing qualities about her that. Belief. Yeah, you know, like I probably don't agree with her mothering and the way she don't, you know, like other things. But I can say that my mom's belief in her faith, in her courage, in her wisdom, in her tongue is very, very powerful. And I, I don't like I'm not a doctor, but I have noticed like some people. One day I got really sad and I'm not going to say this person's name. She had cancer and she was like, I want to say 32. And I did a. I do these things in my Instagram sometimes where I'll be like, do you believe you could have the life you want? Or do you believe you could create the life you want? And a lot of people always say yes. I remember this day because she told me that she had cancer. And I remember this day she said no. And I got so, so sad because, you know, only I could see who voted no. And everybody else voted yes. But she was the only person who voted no. And I was so fucking sad because I'm like, no, like you got to think powerful. You got, you know, she, she died. Uh, like, I think when I want to say two weeks later, it was so sad, wow. but you know, for me, I was just hoping that she had a little faith and a little courage. And I don't know why God gives us these things that we can't really cure or doctors can't even cure, but I do believe like you could cure yourself and heal yourself. And maybe that's just because I'm one of those crazy spiritual godly believers. But I do believe like if you have like faith in yourself in the power of your tongue and speak those things until existence, like great, amazing things will happen for you and to you. Like God will take it away. Like, I don't know. I feel like that. And I could be wrong. Like I'm not a doctor or anything, like, but I feel like I that. That's how powerful my God is. I believe it. That's how powerful my God is. Because we've seen it happen too many times for us not to believe it. Like, he made the impossible possible. So, if this is the, the test that he's given us, the plate that he's given us, like, don't curse your plate. Bless your plate. Because you never know what type of blessings is coming from this. Maybe, like, we don't know what's coming in our futures. Like, we don't know what type of sicknesses, illness may be coming our way. But I'm sure B and I both can say wholeheartedly that whatever does come our way, that we know that this is to make us stronger in our walks with God and who we are to become. Maybe this is just a different path and to take us to another avenue to help other people. Mm-hmm. And for my listeners that are listening and say, for instance, you're like, well, what if you don't believe in God? Like, I don't want to push God on everyone. Like, I'm not like some person who wants to force that on you. But I do want to say you do need to have the power in your tongue to speak positivity into your life, to treat people well, because I believe karma is real. I believe I believe the power of the tongue is very powerful. So if you say I'm I'm going to be homeless. I'm never going to have my own home. I'm never going to have a good job. Everybody, I always get the, the, the shit end of the stick. My life is never going to be right. Like, woe is me, woe is me. If you always say those type of things in your life, then you're going to speak that into existence. And, mm-hmm. you know, like those things will happen for you or to you. 
or what am I doing wrong? Nothing I ever do is right. Like all those things, like I believe like that will happen. But if you say stuff like I'm going to have the best life, God is, or okay, like I brought God, I can't, I can't help it. I love God. Sorry. But (laughs) for me, but I'm just like trying to help people who don't believe in God. Cause I'm like, I don't judge people. So it's like, I know some people don't like whatever, but it's like, say for instance, you're going to say, I'm going to have the best life or I am going to break generational curses or I will have this type of an apartment or I will own this type of home. I will be a business owner. My brand will be global. Like I'm going to travel the world. Me and my husband are going to be best friends. Or if you don't want a husband, me and my partner or whatever the case might be, if you keep speaking those things into existence, saying it to yourself, looking into the mirror, like write those things down. I have them written down everywhere. Write them down. Write them down. Look at them. Yeah, I learned that from one of my friends. I heard, well, actually, I got that from Mary Jane, but I have a, I had a real life Mary Jane. She's married now. You know what, Danny, can we go into, take a break and then I need to make more coffee and get my life together for a second. Guys, I need to take like a minute break, but I'm, We'll we'll be right back. Welcome back, you guys. This is Big Girls Talk. Thank you for holding on while we went on our break, our coffee break. But we were here talking about the power of the tongue, and B and I were discussing some moments within our lives in which we really had to pull ourselves out of dark places with the words that we were using. And let's just continue this conversation, B, because I'm just I'm loving it. Yeah. So. Where did we leave off at? I had to refresh in my coffee. I just know we were talking about. Oh, we started talking about death. It got dark for a minute, guys. I, I, that's why I was like, let me take my break. I uh, cried for a moment just thinking about, like, the power of the tongue is very powerful. And I just want you guys to know, like I was saying, like, I, I just, I don't want to, like, let's change the subject after this. But I just know that, girl, like, I just know that I am not a healer. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a scientist. But I do believe in the power of the tongue and whatever you say, you could speak it into existence. Yes. So I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like on a lighter note, I just was over here thinking about like a time in which my tongue got me in trouble. Can Okay. Can you tell me that? Okay. So y'all, this is like I'm a lover, okay, sidebar, and I realized at, at an early age, in, in sixth grade, that I was a lover and I wasn't a fighter, so I used to be one of them kids, one of them girls that just, like, I was just talk, gossiping, talking, and I started realizing when I started getting in, like, situations <laughs> with other people, other kids that were in my grade, like, right. at least you admit girl. It was like, Danielle said this. Oh, Danielle said this. Danielle said that. And I was like, why is my name being caught up in so many places? <laughs> I had that too as a young adult. I will always be oh, tough. Right. Oh, my God. I remember I got into my first fight in sixth grade in our school library. And me and this girl, we got into a fight. She's actually one of my good friends right now. Like, we, after this fight, we became friends. But... I was just talking a whole bunch of shit, you know? 
talking a whole bunch of shit that I shouldn't have been talking, following behind people who wasn't my friends, right. trying to be cool and trying to be down. And I learned real quick that I was a lover and I wasn't a fighter and I got ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> so did that teach you so, to keep your mouth quiet? <laughs> girl, not only did that teach me how to keep my mouth quiet, but it just taught me like, it's so much easier to be friends with people, like to be nice. And just use kind words and to really watch what it is that you're saying. Because I used to be one of them people that just was just extra. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll say the extra thing. Like, why are you saying the extra thing, Danielle? Like, it doesn't have to be said. So, yeah, got my ass kicked real quick in sixth grade. Never will forget that fight. But me and my friend, like, we're still friends to this day. But, and I'm glad it was her. But that just, it showed me a lesson. Wait, so you're friends with the girl who kicked your ass in sixth grade? Girl, yeah, she was going through that. Back in the day, like. No, I, I'm still friends with someone. Episode. Yeah. Like, I love her. I love her. That's like one of my best Those friends. Those are sometimes your best yeah. friends because they're going to let you know. <laughs> yes. And she was like, back then, she was going through like a lot, I'm sure. And I just wasn't being a nice girl. I was being one of those catty girls. And she was one of the kids that was picked on. And I'm just trying, I was trying to be down, trying to be cool, trying to be a follower. And I just wanted to be a part of the crew. And yeah, I got my ass kicked. And the next day, like, I remember it, just, it was this um, MTA that worked at our, uh, our um, school, Miss Wally. And she sat us down and she was just like, basically like, Danielle, I know that you're not this type of person. And she said the same thing to her. And she was like, y'all need to work it out and y'all need to be better than this, basically. And we both were in, in school suspension. We didn't have to go home, but they made us stay in that room together and do work. And that's when we became really good friends in that room. Like, I apologized to her. She apologized to me. And we literally, we haven't even spoken about it since. Like, now it's just like a comedy story. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. So the power of your tongue got you, got your ass kicked. Right. So okay. got my ass kicked. Yeah. It got me into a fight where I shouldn't have been in. Like, if I would have just been nice, I wouldn't even have been in that situation. Right. No, I would get into a lot of fights, too. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, so I just feel like that was fun. Yeah, I'm still friends with someone. I I know we're getting off track here, but I got into a fight with someone. We're we're not, like, best friends, but I'm able to compliment her. She's able to compliment me. Shout out to Chanel if she's listening. Like, we're so adults. Like, she has beautiful kids, a beautiful life. Hair is fabulous. Eyebrows is always slayed. And we compliment each other and we follow each other on Instagram. Like, I literally hold no grudges. Mm. I want people to say, like, some people I don't want to be friends with anymore because I realize, like, I'm on a different path in life in a different alignment and I don't feel like if you're not like on my same path on my same journey then I'm not going to surround myself with people who don't are not in my calling and I do believe in that too like the power of the tongue also the power of your circle the power Mm -hmm. of your environment and for the people that's listening that people listen we have people listening everywhere all over the world so even if like I don't know where you're at but if you somewhere in your environment, you really can't change it, you could change it in your mind. So you could daydream, like how Danielle brought up, like 
earlier when you had your Barbie doll and your Barbie doll was living in a mansion, driving a Corvette, like you're able to daydream and not only daydream, envision what your life could be like away from your environment. And eventually, I don't care if you got to like sell food on the corner for a living or whatever you're doing to make that dream possible, as long as you could keep envisioning it dreaming and that seeing it believing it i do believe like that will happen for you like that yeah that i think that will happen what else can i the power of the tongue speaking negative on other people like yes i was over here like still stuck on the power of your circle and the power of your environment but yes you can't oh my gosh that's who we judge. Like, that just shows who we are inside. Yeah. So, just like we said on the last episode, like, every time I was judging somebody, I would build an unhealthy part of myself. Like, speaking negative against other people, God hears it. Mm-hmm. Every, like, the earth hears it, the universe hears it, and it echoes. So, everything that we put out there is going to come right back. Yes. So, like, we can, we, we can change it. Like, to have anything, you have to have a thought, word, and action to create a reality. That's just that's the three things that you need. You need thought, you need word, and you need deed. Yes. However, like sometimes our thoughts are sometimes negative, so I don't want people to think like, oh, just because I was I was thinking like this person should die, that they will die. Like, no, you have to have a continuous thought. It has to be a continuous thought about something, one particular thing, in order for that to manifest. So, if you're thinking about bad things, like, you do have the chance to correct your thoughts, like, and I think that that's just what we were trying to bring with this episode, is just bringing an awareness of how to just watch your thoughts. Yeah, like, watch your thoughts. Like, sometimes I look in my mirror. Oh, we were, oh, this is what I remember. Okay, we left off the last episode, Mary Jane. So, I knew a real, I knew a real life Mary Jane, guys. Like, I still know her. And she's so cute. I remember she had posted, but Mary Jane. Oh, I want to. I should watch that today. I think I'm going to binge watch Mary Jane if I could. So Mary Jane had posted everywhere in her like house, like that show, the real life Mary Jane. Like she had, well, Mary Jane. She had posted everywhere. So this one girl that I knew, she had posted everywhere in her apartment, and so. I remember she had them everywhere and she was such a positive person. And then my sister, one of my sisters who I lived with for a moment, she had post-its in her bathroom. And I was like, okay. So when I got my own place, I'm not as crazy as Mary Jane and as my sister and my friend are with their post-its because it's like, I don't want to wake up seeing post-its everywhere. (laughs) So I did get creative and I put on my refrigerator some things that I want to do with my personal life, personal finances. And I put that on the refrigerator. Then I have a vision board, a small vision board. It's so cute. I got creative. I'll post it today on Instagram, but I got creative and it just has everything that I want. Like it grows to be global. I want to manifest everything in my life. Like my new car, which I got my new car for a couple of years ago, but I have all of these things. I want to travel. I want to be the boss of my own life. Like I have all these things on my little vision board I created. Then you open up my closet and I have a vision board, two vision boards inside of my closet that I want to manifest. 
Then in my bathroom, I have this cute, like small glass mirror. And I have like the, not crazy, but things that you wouldn't even imagine on there. And it's like, it's things that even says, um, like business, like entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, like podcast, global, like all these things on this mirror. And honestly, I've crossed out three things and already on the mirror is like my yeah, life. Yeah. yeah. So like, I don't want post-its everywhere, <laughs> but I got creative. And I think that if you write things down or if, even if you keep it in your wallet, like if you say, for instance, well, I, right now you don't have a home. Like I, like my listeners, I feel like very. So what if you don't have a home right now and you don't even have your own space? Well, you could write your goals down, fold it up and just put it in your wallet. You have a cell phone. You could put your goals down or your vision board on your screensaver, like get creative and like, or in your car, say for instance, your car is your home and you could write in your car, like on your dashboard. Like I have a little saying that says, I got this from a therapist when I was going through something at work and she's like, well, you created your own safe space, your own safe environment, right? Yes. So when you go to work, put yourself in that bubble and remember, you say to yourself, I've created a safe environment for myself. Which I, I yeah, because, you know, we talked about my past and my child life and stuff. And so she's like, but now you're an adult and you created your own safe environment. So when you go to work, you put yourself in this bubble and you say to yourself, I've created my safe, a safe environment for myself. So I have that in my car because I believe like row rage is ridiculous in L.A. <laughs> so while people like screaming and yelling and shouting or whatever, going through their row rage, I look at my no, and it says I've created a safe environment for myself because I want to drive to work in peace. Like I want my life to be peace. Like so I believe that helps. Yes, I feel like those things help. Danny, are you doing that for your new place? What are you gonna do? Yes. I did the same thing. Um I actually did it before I moved in my new place. I have vision boards, but I started writing down my goals on my mirror. Mm-hmm. And well, I think like three goals that I had in particular, and I just started that in July or June of this year, I put down I wanted a MacBook. I put down that I was. Um, but don't you have your residual. MacBook? Yes. Okay. I, I want a residual income stream. I said yes. I wanted to move out by the end of the year. You did that. And I had yes. a few other things and look at it. Like I got my MacBook. I literally got the MacBook maybe three weeks after I posted it on my mirror, and the MacBook wasn't a gift at all. Like I didn't even have to pay a dime out of my money. Like, I literally posted it so that I would know that I wanted to buy myself one. Mm-hmm. And then I would know that I want, I need to start saving towards it. But it literally was a gift and it was an unexpected gift. And that's just, that's how the power of manifestation works. Like, what what you are speaking is speaking you. And that's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, so what can I, What are you reading any books right now? I am reading The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Wait, what is it called? It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Oh, wow. Okay. Who yeah, okay. Just, Who wrote that book? Um, Mark Manson. Okay. And it's about basically just like a counterintuitive approach to living a good life. Like, just not having a fuck. Like, just we want to hurt people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. But... Just being able to step aside your boundaries and know what you want and your desires are and 
standing up for yourself and how to do that in the best way possible. Wow. There's there's a book that somebody bought me. I don't know the name of it, but I think it's an easy read. And I think that everybody should get this book. The Dream Giver. Yes. Oh, it's a it's actually okay. I'm going to grab it, guys. Uh, Just a second. Hold on. My bookshelf is literally right here. Okay, so there's two books that I think there's so many books, but this book is like an easy read. Say, for instance, if you're not like into reading and it's by Bruce Wilkinson. Um, it's actually a bestseller and it's the prayer of Jabaz. It's called um, The Dream Giver. And someone bought this book. I was working with him a year ago at this job that I really did not like. And he bought me this book because he's like, I feel like you're this person in the book. So basically, it's um, a story about a person with a very big idea. And he was around, or this person was around small-minded people. Not saying that they were all small-minded, but I had bigger dreams, bigger goals. And so this, it, it's such an amazing book. Like, I just feel like everyone should read this book. And it's not like a book where it's going to take you, like, two months or a month it's like you could read this book like literally if you wanted to in two days a day it's such an easy read so it's called the dream giver i think that will help with the power of the tongue like seriously and then right now i'm i love reading i haven't been like reading like i should and i collect books like if i go to like if i'm walking in la we have like free books and free libraries and people like you could like just grab a book like anywhere. And so this book is called Winner Takes All. And it's about like your career and personal success. But as I've been reading this book, it's about how to develop a winner's attitude. And can I tell you this? It's really about the power of the mind and how you think. So it's going back to like, if you say, oh, I can't drive my car. Or I don't know how to drive or I'm getting too old for this. Then that's what your mind, you're, you're conditioning your mind to think that. So, uh -huh. like, I want everyone to know, like, it's the power of the tongue is very powerful. Like, you're able to unlearn. Like, I believe, like, even, Danielle, when you told a story about your mom, right? Like, I know, like, things happen, but I, I get what you're saying. You're saying, like, if maybe the family was a little bit different where we talked about, like, speaking life into you, you know, or, uh -huh. like, a different positive thought. Like, I don't believe everyone is, like doing these things on purpose is just the way we were taught and the way we were conditioned right. to think. And so I do believe like with this new generation, like we are able to unlearn the things that we were taught as kids because not everything was right. And, you know, like, and we're not probably doing everything right, but we just want to be better and we just want to be better humans, better people. And so like, just remember like if you could get, especially the dream giver, I believe that book is very powerful. It's a great short read or just Google the power of, or the Jabaz um, prayer. Like that prayer is so strong. And I'm telling you guys, like if you just start thinking about whatever you want to do in life and how you could create it, or just dreaming about being on an Island or just going on vacation, like you will, sometimes those things will come to you and you don't even know how it came. Like, how Danielle MacBook came to her. Like she didn't have to buy it. Like it was a gift, but still it came to her. Um, like those things could happen for you in real life. So our girl. 
Yes. I'm over here Googling the book. No, it's a great book. Okay, one more story and I'm going to end it and I'll see if Danny has anything to say because now I'm like super excited for talking about things like this. Okay, this is a true story. So last year I was supposed to go to Mexico and I've been to Mexico before, but I've always wanted to go back to Mexico and just experience Mexico for like what everybody else was like experiencing because they're always posting Mexico. So I ended up not going to Mexico with my ex at the time, we didn't go, but I'm still like, I was still thinking like, I want to go to Mexico. So I'm not working. I'm delivering food, driving Uber Eats. And I didn't have a job, didn't have no funds to go to Mexico. Someone, um, one of my friends, she invited me to Mexico. I'm like, girl, I'm not working. She's like, girl, you'll have your job by then. I was like, okay. So my shout out to William. He got my plane ticket. I paid them back eventually, but my friends are like the dopest people ever. So now um, I got this amazing job with a, a great, like I'm working now. So I'm like, okay, I get the job. Like everything happens. Like I feel like, because I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I was just like staying positive about it. And I'm like, I'm going to get a better job. I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to go to Mexico. And so now this is like, your life could change like that. So like this, year finally like I'm able to go to Mexico and I have a job and like everything is great so it's like think powerful think big and the power of your tongue is very important so that's all I have to say Danny do you have anything you want to say no I just I'm gonna put on my vision board that I, I need a trip to Mexico yes <laughs> Yes, God, put that on your trip. Like, I have vacations. Like, I want to travel the world on my vision board. So, yes. that being said, Thank guys, this is a long freaking podcast. Um, hopefully, you guys listen. <laughs> like, we love you guys. Yes, and happy Tuesday, guys. This is a girl talk. Oh.